This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Friday night. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never podcast. Hello and welcome back to the preview show brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. And this is the second of our three festive editions where we will be looking at the very busy Christmas period fixtures. Um, I'm your host, Natalie Bromley, and joining me as ever is the headliner himself, Statman Dave. Dave, how have you been? It feels like ages since I last saw you. Oh, it's been, uh, yeah, literally five minutes, hasn't it? <laughs> it's not even been that. It's been about 20 seconds. Um, listeners listeners who were tuned in last week, well, not even last week, we're in the future at the moment. We've gone back to the future because Dave and I, the listeners will remember that we have recorded the preview show um, all at once, essentially. Um, basically just because of the very, very busy fixtures and people have got family lives and commitments over the Christmas period. So it's going to be a very different format and it won't necessarily have the same level of detail as we've had in previous shows um, because we've got no idea what's happened. We're in the future right now. We've played Everton away on Boxing Day and I'm going to assume that we won because why wouldn't we? Um, and it's, you know, we've eaten our turkey, we've opened our presents, we've, um, you know, had the, the Christmas crackers pulled and we've all told the dad jokes and we're now looking forward to the Saturday in between Christmas and New Year, which is, of course, Dave, Manchester United at home. Saturday, the 28th of December, 7.45 kickoff. Oh, are we the BT Sport game? Oh, We're on BT Sport, yeah. Oh, That's why it's a late kickoff. Damn. So, um, let's start to have a look at the uh, build-up to that game in a moment. But before we get there, Dave, we, of course, left our listeners with a quiz question at the end of the Everton preview show, which was... How many passes did Burnley string together in the build-up to Jeff Hendricks' goal in our 1-0 win over Everton at Goodison Park in October 2017? Dave, why don't you tell our listeners what the wrong answer is? The correct answer, which no one got right, strangely. Ah. Oh, well, yeah, they might have done by the time we... uh, (laughs) we, we, (laughs) We've not had any answers submitted in the 20 seconds since we recorded this. (laughs) Uh, The correct answer was 24. It was not. The correct answer was 23. 
I was 24. so I was so confident that I'd got this last week. I was like, I know this, I know this. And as soon as we went off air, I was like, it's 23. And Dave is convinced it's 24. Um, and I'm going to find out how many of our listeners say 23 because I think I think Statman Dave's wrong here, but we'll see. Um, but well done to everybody who knew the correct answer. We have no idea who you were. Um, we can guess they're probably Rob Thomas, John Robertson, <laughs> the usual suspects. But we have no idea who got it right and who got it wrong. So we will have a look at that and give you a name check in the new year. I think it was easy. Lots of people would have got that right. They won't because it was 23. (laughs) Opposition stats. But never mind any of that nonsense, Dave. Let's move straight into looking at everyone's favourite fixture, Manchester. Well, actually, it's not that favourite anymore because they're rubbish now. used to be the highlight of the calendar did uh, United at home. Um, But why don't you tell us all about the, uh, the guys down the road? Who are we playing, Dave? Uh, well, Manchester United began life in 1878 as Newton Heath Lancashire and Yorkshire Railway, or Newton Heath L and Y R for short. Uh, they were admitted to the Football League as Newton Heath for the 1892-93 season and went straight into an expanded first division. It wasn't until 1902 that the decision was taken to rename the club Manchester United. After initially playing in the Clayton district of Manchester, they have been based at Old Trafford since 1910. Excellent. Now, we should probably um, just clarify for regular listeners, because, of course, last week we were talking about the new format of the previous show because we've, of course, swapped around and some of the um, stats would just be repeti- repetition, repeating of the uh, first show. But, of course, we've not, weirdly, we've not yet played Manchester United. So we've we've played Everton a second time before we've played United once. So we have actually swung back to the old format just for one week only. Um, so what about their nicknames then, please, Dave? Uh, yeah, These days, Manchester United are most commonly known as the Red Devils. Uh, but that term only came into being in the early 1960s. Prior to that, the nickname the Heathens, which refers to United's former team name, Newton Heath, and then the Busby Babes were both in common use. And who's their all-time goal scorer, please? Uh, yeah, well, shortly before leaving United to play in the old US of A, uh, Wayne Rooney overtook Bobby Charlton's long-standing club goal-scoring record. Uh, Charlton scored 249 goals in 758 appearances, uh, as from midfield, effectively. Uh, but at the time of his departure in 2017, Wayne Rooney had notched 253 goals in 559 appearances for the Red Devils. Excellent. So let's go on to my least favourite stat of the show, the heaviest Burnley defeat. Uh, Yeah, there's been three past matches in which Manchester United won at Turf Moor by a margin of three goals. Uh, The most recent of those was a League Cup tie in October 1984. Burnley had already lost the first leg 4-0 at Old Trafford and the 3-0 defeat at Turf Moor meant a 7-0 defeat on aggregate across the two matches. Oh, ouch, that's painful. Um, well, on a much more positive note then, Dave, the biggest Burnley win? Uh, Burnley beat Newton Heath, as United were known at the time, by a margin of six goals in a 7-1 FA Cup first-round replay win in February 1901. Uh, Burnley have also had another home win by a margin of five goals, and that was a 6-1 win on Boxing Day 1963. Excellent, that's much better. Um, what about Burnley's last win then? Uh, yeah, well, we remember this one. The Burnley's last home win over Manchester United was a 1-0 win in August 2009 when a spectacular Robbie Blake goal, as well as a penalty save by goalkeeper Brian Jensen, helped to earn us all three points in our first top-flight home game in 33 years. 
anyone who was present that Wednesday evening will remember the electric atmosphere uh, as the Turf Moor crowd played its part as newly promoted Burnley beat the previous season's champions. Again, as we tend to do in the Premier League, I do remember that game. It's one of my favourite times being in the in at Turf Moor. Back in the hazy, hazy, the hazy, hazy, hippie days, the hazy days where we used to be very happy about being in the Premier League. I know we still are, but remember when we were all really excited and it was all new and fresh and we didn't have to go away to Spurs and get spanked 5-0? Well, we still, we did, didn't we? Did we, we that season? Did we, get the- we, we got beat 5-0 by Spurs not, not long after that, yeah. Really? I don't remember that. I remember yeah. the City at home drubbing. That was quite painful, but... Oh, that was later in the season. But this, yeah, this was still in the, the really early stages of Premier League. Well, life. we just couldn't we couldn't win at home. We we won the first four, well, couldn't win away from home. We won the first four home games. We beat Everton we as well, didn't we? Bank. Did we beat? Uh, we did, yeah, yeah. We, we beat them at the weekend. We played on the Sunday. Did we beat Villa um... as well? I seem to think I can't remember. Maybe our listeners will know. Um, <laughs> what about last season's meeting then? What happened last year? Uh, well, despite failing to convert a second half penalty when Joe Hart saved Paul Pob. Pogba's spot kick and then having Marcus Rashford sent off a few minutes later for an apparent headbutt on Phil Bardsley, United still won last season's corresponding fixture 2-0 with two first-half goals from Romelu Lukaku. That match was played in September and was just a matter of days after the funeral of Burnley legend Jimmy McElroy, for whom a minute's silence was observed prior to kickoff. What about their manager then, please? Uh, United are currently managed by 46-year-old former striker Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, uh, who was born in Kristiansund, Norway, in 1973. Uh, he took over as caretaker manager initially on 19th of December 2018, so just over a year ago, uh, after the sacking of Jose Mourinho. And the team had a fantastic run initially, leading to the role being made permanent in March. Since then, it has been slightly tougher and United are still well adrift of this season's top three in the Premier League. Yeah, mistake of appointment. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, why don't you give us some head-to-head stats then, please, Dave? Uh, overall, um, Burnley have played 65 times against Manchester United at Turf Moor. Uh, we've won 31, drawn 10 and lost 24. Uh, that overall win percentage of 47.7% is just slightly behind our 50% all-time home win rate in past matches against all the other 19 teams we play in the league this season. As I said, we've been doing this benchmark um, each week and we're just slightly behind. So 47.7% plays 50%. Um, For top flight matches only, it's played 43, won 20, drawn 8 and lost 15. And that's a similar win percentage of 46.5%. However, uh, Burnley's home record over Manchester United has deteriorated significantly in more recent times, despite that victory mentioned in uh, August 2009. Uh, Burnley have only won once, which was that game, uh, of the last 13 occasions Manchester United have visited Turf Moor. Um, our previous home win prior to that was way back in 1968. Excellent. Um, what about some players then? Who's played for both United and Burnley? Uh, well, as we've mentioned, this will be our last mm. play for both se- uh, section for this season because we will have played every team once. Um, uh, Manchester United team being uh, being the only team we haven't played yet. Uh, we've already started the celebrity fan section in our, in our last preview show for Everton away and we'll now continue that for the remaining Premier League fixtures we'll look at between now and May. Uh, but going back to the playing for both in terms of Manchester United, from our current squad, uh, Phil Bardsley and Robbie Brady both played for Manchester United. 
And uh, although he didn't play for them because he was released when he was only 14, uh, Dwight McNeil was also at uh, Manchester United as well. Other former Burnley players who also played for United include Luke Chadwick, Andrew Cole, John Connelly, Eric Jemba Jemba, Chris Eagles, David Jones, Michael Keane, Anders Lindegaard, David May, Willie Morgan, Mike Phelan, Lee Roach, and also Colin Waldron, who played three times for Manchester United, which I just forgot That's about. a lot longer a list than I expected it was going to be. I thought there'd be like one or two players, and half of those names I'd completely forgotten. That wasn't all of them, that yeah. was just a selection. Yeah, it's but, a lot more uh, than I yeah. thought. Mm, cool. um, so finally then, who's going to be taking control of the game on Saturday? Who's our man in the middle? Uh, 51-year-old oh, Mike Lord. Dean will be in charge of this match. <laughs> Yay! Uh, football league... <laughs> We've got a slightly better than average record with Mike Dean. Okay. Don't knock it. Uh, his football league career, uh, refereeing career stretches all the way back to 1997. And as well as being his 42nd Burnley game overall, it'll also be his 20th Premier League match involving Burnley. Only uh, Martin Atkinson, who refereed our last match at Bournemouth, has um, uh, refereed uh, that many Premier League matches involving Burnley. Um, Anthony Taylor will also be the video assistant referee for Saturday's fixture. Statman Dave's Stat of the Week. Uh, well, I don't think you want to leave it there, Dave, and especially given that this is the last of our one, well, the last of this format for this season. Why don't you delve into the banker Statman Dave and give us your miscellaneous Stat of the Week? Yeah, this week's miscellaneous Stat of the Week is, uh, in 1927, Manchester United came to Turf Moor for a first division match in the November. They were managed by Herbert Bamlett, who had served as a football league referee for many years, including controversially abandoning an FA Cup match at Turf Moor in 1909. That happened in the 72nd minute, with Burnley leading 1-0 at the time. This is known in Burnley folklore as Stop Game, It's Snowing Match, because that's what the crowd said when it happened. Uh, Burnley then went on to lose the rearranged fixture. He was also the referee in charge of the 1914 FA Cup final at Crystal Palace when Burnley beat Liverpool 1-0 to win the trophy for the only time in our history. Excellent. Stop game, it's snowing. Yeah. Wait, was that When was the last time that we had to abandon a game for snow? Um, throwing Ooh. a massive curveball. I can't even remember one, can you? The last time a, a match was abandoned was um, New Year's Day 2005 when we played Leicester City, but that wasn't for snow. That was, that was for... Waterlogged, so yeah. I'm not sure about snow. Going going back a little bit further. There you go. That's going to be your homework for the next. Show. No, no, not the next show. You've got like 30 seconds to get that for the new year. That's the homework. I want to know when a game was last abandoned for snow. Okay, I'll get it before the end of the show if you like. Oh, excellent! This is impressive. Um, so how <laughs> how are you feeling generally about the trip to? Uh, well, actually, no, they're coming to us. How how do you feel generally about playing United? This is going to be the first time that we've played them this season, and we've had a few ups and downs. They've definitely had a few ups and downs. Um. I just I, I don't see any reason why we can't be fully expecting to win at, at Turf Moor, and that's not something you say very often when United come to town, is it? Um, it certainly might be a good time to play them. They haven't, well, as far as we know, we have, they haven't changed the manager yet. Although there is uh, there is time between uh, now and the twenty eighth of December. You never know. Um, it, I mean, I, I, I did see quite a bit of the match uh, against Watford, and they were were very poor. I thought that Watford. Yeah, I thought they were terrible. Um, they were really, really poor performance. So I think if they come out and play like that, then uh, we should expect to win. But yeah, they're, they're Manchester United, so we we never know. Then they have, have got a really, really good record at Turf Moor. Um, as we said, they've only had that one win we had. Uh, when uh, Robbie Blake scored in 2009 and then you've got to go all the way back to 
1968 for our last home win prior to that. So it's we have really struggled against them. But the, well, I think it may well be one of those games where there can be a good time to play teams. And yeah. this does seem to be a good time to play them. Whereas Everton might be the other way. Everton, we might have been better playing them three or four weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. And Manchester United are probably one where we are perhaps playing them at the right time. So time will tell. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So as we mentioned last time, we're going to be taking a break from the Fantasy Premier League updates for a short while. Our recording schedules have made it very tricky, especially with the hectic match schedules over Christmas and New Year. But we're going to be back with regular Fantasy Premier League updates in the new year once we return to the normal weekly match schedule. So we're going to move away from looking at United game and go straight into what we are keeping through the festive period, and that is, of course, Dave's very popular quiz question. So, Dave, what is this episode's quiz? Do you want that first, or do you want the uh, last game abandoned for snow? <gasps> oh, <laughs> ooh. snow! I can't wait. Yeah, the, the last game that was actually abandoned because of snow. I mean, we've had various ones uh, abandoned for uh, fog and frozen pitches, but actually, one for snow, as far as I can tell, is uh, going back quite a long way. Thirty first of March. 1969, a home game against Sunderland. And that one, again, it was abandoned at half-time after 45 minutes and Burnley were winning 1-0. Frank Casper had scored a penalty. Ah, Did it get abandoned too early for that result to stand? Do we not know? It it is abandoned any time before the 90 minutes. Then, yeah, the the result doesn't... uh, doesn't Is there not? No. There's a a, a number of minutes that you can play where the result stands. No, we've had games abandoned, going back a lot of years... Uh, in the 82nd minute, 72nd minute, 75th minute. That's yeah. weird. I was sure that there was. Oh, well, never mind. Um, anyway, never never mind the snow nonsense. Let's get on, <laughs> Let's get on with the quiz question. <laughs> yes, we do digress. We always do. We always get sidetracked at least once in the preview show. Stackman Dave's quiz question. Okay, quick quiz question then. Um, only one Burnley player has ever scored a hat-trick at Turf Moor against Manchester United. Can you name him? That's quite a difficult one this week. That is really tough. That's got to be a really old school player, just because I, I can't remember the last time we scored <laughs> three against United, never mind. I don't know what that is. But why don't you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with the correct answer? Yeah, they can get in touch with us in the usual way. They can tweet or message us on Twitter, at no Nay Never, uh, post on our no Nay Never Facebook page, or email us, podcast at net, and we will reveal the correct answer at the start of our next preview show. Excellent. Well, that is all we have time for this episode of the preview show. My thanks go again to producer Matt for um, really sticking with us over this festive period and getting these preview shows out. But my main thanks, of course, go to Dave Roberts, Statman Dave, for just the incredible amount of hard work he does to make these shows what they are today. Um, Godspeed to everybody who's making their way to Turf Moor on Saturday to cheer the boys on to no doubt what will be a huge victory. Um, And Dave and I will be back with you um, in about 30 seconds time. No, we'll be back in time for the um, game at home to Villa on New Year's Day where we will be looking at all things Clariton Blue and Clariton Blue. This has been the preview show brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. Until next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.